are back. Let's go. We're talking. Let's get it. SEC tonight. Whew. Best conference fan, as everyone knows. Um, it is. I'm a Big Ten fan. I'll admit it. SEC is the best conference. Um, no argument, really, to be made. Right. Um, Dylan, good to have you back, buddy. What's up, dude? Thanks for having me. Go balls. Of course, Dylan's a big Vols fan here. You can see he's got he's got his orange on. He's repping the Vols. Hold up. We got it. We got the whole fit, man. You know it's game time. We got to get ready for football season. Got to uh, get that sun hat because you know it's going to be hot out there. <laughs> Let's go Vols. Yeah, all right. Dylan's ready. I love it. All right. So Dylan, Dylan's going to talk Vols with us. He's going to lead us through um, Vol Nation. We've also got my buddy Lyndon joining us for the first time. Lyndon, thank you for thank you for joining us. Heck yeah, I'm excited to be here. Appreciate you guys having me on. Um, I'll also give a big go Vols. Um, Let's go. And I'm gonna I'm gonna try to try to use my brain this podcast and not follow my heart um, and give you guys the most honest predictions and expertise that I can. But no promises. I might uh my my blood runs deep orange, so I might uh right. yeah we'll, oh, we'll see. <laughs> Uh, that's good that's good i think that's good to say um yeah all fair warning all three of us have gone to knoxville at some points in our lives in terms of schooling um two of us live in knoxville right now um so whatever we say take it with a grain of salt you know uh, definitely a lot of uh, orange blood going here so um all right, SEC, let's go. So um, SEC, they're still doing the two divisions. One thing we talked about with the ACC, I thought it was cool, is the ACC is doing away with the divisions this year. So it's just the top two teams go to the conference championship. So basically it's probably going to be Clemson, Florida State. Um, I think it would be cool if everyone does that. Um, I think eventually that's what's going to happen. Like the Big Ten definitely needs to do it. You know, we talked about yeah. that, how like the one side is like Wisconsin and Iowa. And the other side is, you know, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State. Um, but the SEC has always been, I mean, not always. The West has been more dominant recently, but it's still pretty even, you know, with obviously with Georgia. Um, this year, it seems to be very even. This year, it seems to me it's like Georgia, UT, Alabama, LSU. Like those are by far the four best teams. Um uh with any argument dylan from you there do you think that's is that fair to say man it's it's the top and the bottom of both conferences the top three teams you know we got florida um georgia and tennessee are always the top three usually in the east and then the bottom three are usually the same um you know vanderbilt south carolina south carolina might jump florida this year which should be exciting they've actually have a promising you know i mean huge win against you know our balls um we won't talk about that though because it's going to be uh, revenge this year but um <laughs> But I mean, and then, you know, Texas A&M coming in on the West, I think that gave them another, obviously huge program. Um, but normally it's uh, from my, in my years, it's been Auburn, um, you know, Alabama and LSU at the top. And then kind of the the bottom is the Mississippi States, the all misses. So um, kind of like three top three bottom. Um, but yeah, I think they look more even, especially at the top, like the top two teams in each conference are, they're all contenders this year. So yep. it's exciting. It's very exciting. Yep, yep, yep. Lyndon, um, are you kind of agreeing there? Do you think it's, you think it's kind of these top four or five teams, and then it's a big gap between the rest? Yeah, I think I agree with both you guys there. Um, I think I think both divisions are pretty uh, pretty even. I know last 
10 years or so, I feel like the West has definitely been the stronger, the stronger side. Um, and I think the main reason for that is because Tennessee has been so down. Um, and cause teams like Auburn and A&M have been pretty good on a consistent basis. But I think with the emergence of UT, uh, last couple of years, I think that kind of, kind of levels the playing field. Um, but I kind of see it the same way. I think it's those four teams, Tennessee, Georgia, LSU, Bama. I think there's a couple of wild cards in there that I'm sure we'll touch on later, but, um, I think the top, the SEC, it's going to be going to be pretty exciting. So pumped about it. Yep. All right. Yeah. Definitely going to be some really good games between those teams when they play each other. And then obviously the uh, conference championship there. Um, but let's jump into it. Um, obviously, the favorite of the SEC is Georgia. Georgia, you're defending two-time national champs. Um, they went undefeated. Um I mean, they they were very dominant last year. It's hard. It was they they really dominated almost everybody they played. Had a close game here and there. I mean, not really. I mean, even the UT game, they won by like fourteen. It felt like more. It was a closer game. It was a closer game. Come on, give them some credit. Most games. I mean, the Missouri game was like weirdly close. Otherwise, though, it was. I mean, they were by far the best team. Um, they lost their quarterback. I don't know how big of a deal that's going to be. I couldn't tell how good he was. If it was more just like game management and had an amazing team. I've heard some people say that they might have an even better offense this year with this new quarterback and some of the receivers they brought in the transfer portal. But um, <laughs> we'll see. Um, their over-under is 11 and a half. So um, for those that haven't watched the other shows um, yet, these win total over-unders only include the regular season. So no conference championship, no bowl games. So just the 12 games. So basically, if they go, if they, you think they're going to go over, that means they're going undefeated. 11 and a half. Um, Georgia, they're at minus 110 to win the champion, the conference. So um, this is, I think this is the only one so far of all the conferences we've seen that's at minus uh, money instead of like plus 150, 170, something like that. So that's a pretty big favorite. Um, just to make the playoffs, they're at minus 270. So they're really expected to at least make the playoffs. And then even just to win it all, to be national championship ch champions, again, they're at 220. So not even like super high odds to win it all. Um, so that really surprises me. Um, they're at minus 220 to win the national championship? Plus 220. Plus. Okay. But but minus 270 to get into the playoffs. Yes. They're a shoe-in is what they're basically Vegas thinks. Yeah. But yeah. Um, we'll talk about this when we get to Bama, but I put a little something on Bama um and clemson to both make it together with some good odds i think but um georgia again so they're definitely favored 11 and a half basically if they're going to go over they're going undefeated um i'll kind of keep it short for me their schedule is super easy people have been making jokes about how much of a cupcake schedule it is um they play a bunch of bad teams they even got georgia tech i mean they, i know that's an every year thing for them but that's their out of conference cupcake <laughs> um I mean, maybe Florida will be tough because it's the fun rivalry game, but otherwise I think they're going to, you know, stomp Missouri and Old Miss. So at UT is the only tough game really for them. Basically, can they come to Nayland? Can they, you know, we'll see. Can they beat the 108,000 or whatever? Fans going nuts. Um, I don't know. That's going to be the game. That's what we'll talk about basically. I think I'm going to pick Georgia to win. I'm going to have them go undefeated. I'm going to have them going 12 and 0 again. I just think they're dominant until someone beats them. Get out of here, bro. Until someone <laughs> beats them, you know, then I'll then I'll pick under. But Dylan, 
let's go with you next. What's uh what say you on Georgia? Man, their schedule is trash, man. Like I just I mean, Georgia last year did the same thing. Um, not to say that, you know, these SEC, you know, they play the SEC, so it's not like any of these are gimmies. Um, the toughest games I'm I see like that might catch them up. Like, I don't know, like Auburn, like at Auburn, I don't know if Auburn's gonna have anything going early in the year. Like, just you know that maybe. I mean, they got they got South Carolina coming to them at home. I think they're gonna handle South Carolina early. Um, and then obviously, you know, they got Ole Miss right before Tennessee. That's kind of like their their two games. Now, of course, it's early. Um, these teams are all recruiting at a high level um, in the SEC, so well, we could see some different you know things shake out. But uh, God, dude, eleven and a half wins. I mean. <laughs> yeah i mean i my story has to make sense and for it to make sense i cannot say that they're going to go over because i do think that tennessee is going to get the victory this year at neyland stadium i do think that they get the revenge that game last year was played in a hostile environment the, the noise level was at an all-time high and yet um, and we still had some some questionable and there's some questionable calls. I mean, I'm biased, but still questionable. Um, and also um, just clicking up with the receivers. Um, you know, there was a few overthrown balls in that game that could have ended up in huge touchdowns early that just like, OK, if they're playing at home and their offense is humming and the crowd is quiet, can Georgia handle the crowd noise? I don't know. I don't really know. I mean, you know, we, we beat Bama last year. Um, we got so we've got that big win. Um, so anyway, it's not about the balls yet, but. I'm going to say they go 11 and one. They lose to Tennessee. They still go to the playoff. Go give me that minus 270. They're definitely in there, I think, this year. Um, and you know what? If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll, I'll take, I'll, I'll eat it. So, uh, but yeah, give me under on the 11 and a half. All right. So then, so you'd have two SEC teams in the playoff then with. Of course. There's, a, is there any reason that there shouldn't be two SEC? There should be three. And every playoff out of four. I mean, we're talking about the best conference. <laughs> um, all right, Lyndon, <laughs> what are your thoughts on Georgia then? Um, so this this one's pretty tough for me because I I think Georgia will take a slight step back this year. Um, I know that you mentioned a lot of people are saying that they're actually going to be better offensively because a lot of people are high on Carson Beck, their new quarterback, um, and their transfer receivers. But I think. I hate to say it because I freaking hate Stetson Bennett, but I think a lot of people kind of undersell how good he really was as a college quarterback. Um, you know, I think he was – I don't think he was just some, like, system quarterback that, you know, Kirby could replace anyone with um, and succeed. So I'll be curious to see how Beck does. Um, and also, yes, their defense is going to reload and be probably nasty again, but – they did lose like five guys to the draft, including a few first rounders. And I don't think that's easy. You know, even if you replace that with five, five stars, I don't think that's something that's just going to fix itself overnight. Um, so I think they'll take a step back. Um, and then that being said, I'm looking at their schedule and they pretty much played almost 11 cupcakes and then Tennessee. Um, but I think 11 and a half is a lot to ask. And Looking back at last year, I think a lot of people forget, like, that Missouri game. They were really lucky to win that against a pretty bad team. Um, also, Ohio State, I know that was a playoff game, but they were extremely fortunate to win that game as well. Um, so, I have to think somewhere in that 12-game schedule, they're going to – Carson Beck will throw a couple picks. Their defense will be sharp. I think they'll drop one. Um, so, 
Uh, I'll get to that. I'll get to their one loss in a second, but I, I think I have them going 11 and one, uh, still making the playoff, but I think they'll be a little bit worse this year. Yeah. Okay. So going 11 and one, maybe slipping up to a team they shouldn't slip up to, but still making the playoffs. So we've all got them in the playoffs with the under there. I can see that happening. You know, like you said, with the Missouri game that was close and it shouldn't have been close. Um, yet completely complacent you get complacent um after winning you know the national championship already you think you're just you know you're going to kind of walk over these teams and you know like you said a couple interceptions here and then all of a sudden it's tied so you never know what could happen um but yeah like I said I've been hearing some things that their offense could just be even better and even nastier so we'll see how that goes I think basically I think they're kind of they're going to have enough time to get it together because like you said they don't play a tough game until the end um or not the end, but towards the end. Um, okay. Um, Linden, if would you still feel comfortable taking them to win it all at 220, or do you think the safe bet would be to wait for them to lose a game somewhere in the season, like you're thinking, and then jump on it when it jumps up to three, four hundred? I I think I'd wait for them to lose the game. Um, if I were just picking right now, like I, I don't think they'll three-peat. Um, but I think there would be value maybe if they dropped one just because I know, you know, like we all said, we think they're still going to make the playoffs. Um, so I'd probably wait till they maybe get upset, hopefully. Hopefully a little bit early in, er, a little bit earlier in the year and then uh, frequent a little bit on their uh, title odds then. All right. All right. Well, there you go. There we have it. That's Georgia. Some good advice. I agree. I think if you think they're going to lose at some point, might as well wait because the odds are going to jump up, obviously, if they do, um, especially if Tennessee and Alabama stay undefeated, their odds are just going to get better and better. So, um, all right. That's our take on Georgia. I'm over. Lyndon and Dylan are under. Um, we're going to move to Tennessee next. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick break. We've got like six minutes left, but I feel like we're gonna go over on ut talk so let's take a quick break now we'll come back we'll talk ut dylan's gonna tell us why they're gonna win it all and uh all right welcome back we're about to talk we're about to talk balls let's go ut let's go baby rocky top we are excited i know y'all are um ut you I'm excited, back, baby. Um, it's been a so while. back. I feel like it's been a long time since they've done a lot. Um, they still didn't like win the SC championship or anything, but they were they were really good last year. They were one of the top teams. They almost made the playoffs. Um, they were just one game away, basically. Um, obviously they, injury away, man. I mean, if Hinton Hooker stays healthy, I mean, just yeah. it's, it's tragic, but I mean, it's college football. You know, that's what you, yeah. you gotta you gotta stay healthy. It was tough, and that was a sad injury at the very end and everything. Um, they probably would have lost even if he'd – I feel like they were – the game was over. I don't know, man. <laughs> Maybe not, but uh, it was just uh, – <laughs> it was uh, – it, it was, uh, that was sad. But, um, Let me live my fantasy. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what happened was I didn't believe in them all year, and then I finally bought into them before the south carolina game they were like 900 odds to win it all or something and i put 10 bucks on them and they lost so stay sorry. away dawson jeez jeez <laughs> i seriously off. i will stay away um they're over under this year on total wins is nine and a half so basically um 
there, you know, you got to beat everybody, maybe lose to Bama and Georgia, and that's it. That'll give you 10 wins or beat one of them and maybe slip up somewhere else. Um, they're at plus 1,500 to win the conference. So, like, whew, really good money to win the conference there. Um, plus 700 to just make the playoffs. Um, and then plus 4,000 to win it all. So, really, really juicy. Um, if you like that, uh, you know, that, that's a good degenerate special right there to win it all. <laughs> um, and Joe Melton to make this to win the Heisman. There's uh, certain things. I don't know if you could combine the uh, SEC championship and the national championship in a parlay. That Vegas is privy to that. Can you can you combine that? It, it every sports book's different, so you, we'd have to just kind of test it out and see what happens. Some of those that are like corresponding bets that like you can't like. I did it with the Vols basketball, and they were not letting me do like them winning a Sweet 16 appearance and a Final. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you can't do like you know. So there's some kind of like things. But anyway. But Joe Milton for Heisman, I mean, yeah, plus twenty five hundred. Go ahead and jump on it. Let's go. I mean, yeah. that's great value. Yeah. So DraftKings won't let me parlay parlay those two things together: SEC championship and national championship. So yeah. probably not. But either way, Dylan, I'm gonna let you take it away. UT nine and a half over under. Uh, what are they gonna do? Are they gonna go undefeated? Are they gonna just destroy everybody? What's gonna happen? Oh my god, brother! This is man. It's just so good. I, I the hype is real. We live this. We live this in Knoxville, and uh, we've lived the bad years. So I, I started at UT in 2010 and uh, came in at not the best time. Um, been through Derek Dooley, Fear the Pants. That guy sucked. Um, Butch Jones, brick by brick. That guy fucking blew. Um, you know, we've had like top recruiting, like you know, through this whole like time period, we've had so many studs come through here and. Mm -hmm just go to waste. And now we have Josh Heupel and oh my God, the balls are fucking back. Like we have one of the best offenses in the country, dude. Like there's no question that we have one of the best offenses in the country. Now the defense is, you know, we, we, we brought some people in, we brought some coaches in. Um, we're, we're hopefully going to shore that up. That being said, um, dude, it's going to be great every Saturday. Um, I am circling that Georgia game on the schedule this year. Um, I think we get them. I really do. Now, do I think the balls are going to go undefeated? I don't. I really don't. Um, unfortunately, I don't think that we're going to get Bama um, on the road at Alabama. That's a huge revenge game. Um, you know, I mean, if we do, uh, look out. We're going all the way. Um, but I do think that there is a hiccup there. Um, so my prediction for the balls, um, and that doesn't mean we don't win a national championship. Don't get me wrong. I'm still going to say – that we are a national championship contender losing to Alabama in the regular season with one loss. We could still go to the SEC championship, get a revenge game against them, and we're in there. So um, that all that kind of uh, kind of coming together here. Um, Cavaliers, we're going to just destroy them next week. I can't wait to see that. Um, and, you know, the, the game that kind of scares me more than most of them before Bama is Florida. Uh, yep, dude. Yep, yep. <laughs> We always play them close and it's at Florida. So like, it's just scary to look at that. And especially with them at a five and a half win total this year, it's just like, all right, don't overlook them. Please don't overlook them, Tennessee. Um, get this, get the job done. So anyway, um, I think that we're going to, um, and then we have Texas A&M at home. Oh my God, that is going to be a great game. Hopefully we just 
wipe them. Um, but I do think that we go to Alabama. Um, Saban's a great coach, one of the best of all time, probably the best college coach of all time. Um, and I don't think that we get them two years in a row. Um, so my balls buddies that are watching this, I'm sorry. I just got to be honest here. I want to be um, truthful how I feel for the betters that are actually following this. Um, but I do think we beat Georgia. Now that's going to leave us what 11 and one. Um, so yeah, give me the over, give me 11, give me 11 and one for the balls and, uh, we're back, baby. All right. All right, man. <laughs> I love it. All right. Dylan's got the over Lyndon. How are you feeling? Are you confident as Dylan? All right, Dylan, that got me fired up. I'm not going to lie. Let's um, go. So I will say I'm, I'm 25 years old, about to be 26. I've been a Vols fan my entire life. And I think this is the first time in my any season I can remember that we're actually going into the season as a relevant team. I know last year was great, but a lot of people forget we were unranked last year. Like I was just hoping to get like eight or nine wins and like keep the ball rolling. Um, we obviously exceeded expectations. So this is the first time that I can ever remember where we're like, we're there. We're, we're back. Um, so I'm obviously extremely excited about it. Um, and I think it's going to be a really fascinating year. Obviously, I know we touched on Joe Milton. Um, we all know that he has incredible upside. Uh, still relatively, like, unproven, obviously. But, you know, I think. Hey, man, he beat he... Clemson pretty well. Come on, he's proving. Oh, no, yeah. I know, yeah. Small sample but size, right, but, like, right. I, I'm, I'm high size. on him. I, I think he's going to have a great year. Um, and I think 25 to 1, I've been odds, like, hammer that. You know, I I really like that bet. Um, but I think what's interesting to me, I think this the team this year has more – I think it's a better overall team, better depth. I think they have more quality players all across the board. Uh, I think the one question mark is whether they have, like, the firepower that we had last year. Obviously, we had Hyatt. Um, we had Tillman. I know he was banged up a lot of the year. Hendon Hooker, like, a lot of those just immediate impact players that uh, could change the game in one play. And we have a lot of guys who I think could – could be that guy this year but they'll need a few uh they'll need a few players to step up so it'll be interesting um and just looking at the schedule uh obviously we have alabama we got georgia those are the two big ones um and then i see this like cluster of three or four games really florida uh a&m and i know it's kentucky but that uh that game at kentucky i think those three are kind of those games where if Tennessee doesn't come ready to play, they could easily uh, they could easily drop one, um, and it made me a little nervous. Uh, and I'm actually go I'm actually going down to Gainesville in three weeks. Um, and last time I was there was was 2017 when we lost on that hail mary. And I swore that I would never go back to that place again. But <laughs> uh, but here we are. I have um, I have revived faith. So I don't know if I can handle another loss down there. Um, but in terms of the over-under, nine and a half, um, I think, Dylan, I agree with you. I think Alabama, uh, I know we're going to get to them in a second. I don't think they're like the national championship team that we're used to seeing Alabama being. However, I think going to Alabama after what happened last year, that's going to be a hornet's nest. Uh, Saban, he's going to have them ready to play. I don't expect us to win that game, although I think it'll be a pretty, I think it'll be, be a pretty good game. Um, Georgia. I I think we get them. I think that's the one the one loss I I referenced earlier. Uh, I think that one goes down to the wire. But just being in Knoxville, I think it uh, it could be a similar to scene to to what we saw Bama last year. Just a back and forth game down to the wire. Uh, I think we pull that one out in the end. Um, and then that that cluster that I mentioned of three or four games, 
that, uh, you know, that could go one way or the other. I don't know if this is just the Negaval in me or the, the deranged Val syndrome, but I think we lose a wild card game in there. And I don't know what it is. I don't want to predict it. But between going to the Swamp, between going to Kentucky after that, that Bama game, um, even A&M, I think, could be sneaky good. I just feel like there might be one game in there where we just don't come to play and, and lose a tough one. So I um, hate to say that, but all in all, I think 10-2 and two would be pretty solid. I think if Tennessee can, like, tread water this year and stay relevant and then, you know, bring in Nico next year when the, when the playoff expands, they'll be, in, they'll be in pretty good shape. So I'm going 10-2. and two. I want to say real quick, you talk about weapons, man. Squirrel White is a speed, a speed guy that's going to come in, I think, and, and fill that Hyatt role, hopefully. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, McCoy. So I think we, I think we reload at wide receiver pretty well. Um, and then, um, God, I'm trying to think of the other guy. Now, uh, starts uh, with Thor- Thornton from, uh, the transfer. Yeah. I think he'll be good. And then, uh, Ke- I think Keaton will have a really yeah, good Ramel Keaton. The yeah. transfer. So here's the story I got for the transfer. I want to punch. I want to put this in real quick. So this guy played for Oregon. He's a five-star wide receiver. Um, Oregon played Georgia last year, right? And this guy was on the Oregon team. It was a good game. This guy's transferring to play at Tennessee, who he knows is going to play Georgia. He wants to beat Georgia. So I'm expecting a huge game for Thornton against Georgia. I think he transferred all the way from the Pac-12 to come to the SEC just to beat Georgia. So, no, it's just a fun storyline to see. But he's a killer guy. I mean, he's a he's a five-star, you know, experienced wide receiver coming in, you know, immediately to a fire high, uh, you know, high, high-powered offense. So, um, yeah. yeah, good mention on I- him, man. No, yeah, I love that. I love I, I agree with you. I think the wide receiver room is gonna be really good. I think they have some potential like absolute breakout players. I worry a little bit about the offensive line. I know Cooper Mays, their center, is you know, battling some health issues right now. Um and if he's not healthy for the Florida game, I'll be a little bit worried about that just because I feel like center, especially in this offense, with the tempo they play at, that's a yeah. extremely important position. Crucial, man, yeah. Um so I don't know. I'll be interested to see how the offensive line looks. I think even against Virginia, we'll be able to. I know Virginia's terrible and we're going to kill them, but um, I think we'll be able be able to tell a lot about just like the rhythm of their offense and um, really kind of where they're at right off the bat. So we'll see. I'm excited regardless. Good be, point. Yeah, that's here. a great point on Cooper because he's he's going to be crucial to the offense. I mean, with the the speed that we want to work at, um, mm-hmm. the center's got to be on the same page. So that's yeah, I agree. That's that's huge. All right. All right, two overs. Um, I think come one. Come on, Austin. Come on down to the Overtown. Are you coming with us? One of the big things that I've noticed watching UT over the years is like they had all they would for like the last ten years they've played down to their opponents. All the bad teams, even if they beat them, they like barely beat the bad teams when they were you know just okay. But it seems like Hypo kind of changed that last year. They were blowing these bad teams out. I think they're going to come out the bat and destroy Virginia. I think basically take the over on points and like they're, you know, um, on the uh, spread for them against all these bad teams. So I think they're going to just, you know, like, like I think they're going to have receivers wide open all over the place and they're going to, they're going to have talented receivers anyways. They're going to really get Melton comfortable back there and confident throwing, you know, getting a bunch of kind of stat pad in those first two games. And then it's going to be Florida. Um, Man, that is going to be like, like y'all said. They always play close. That's going to be maybe at the very least buy a point or a half point there and make it take four. We'll see what the spread is man. I bet the spread's yeah. going to open up. I would think we'll probably roll in there favored by nine and a half. Sorry to interrupt you there, but I would think yeah, right um, seven. Right now it's a seven. 
Wait, they already got the spread for that game up? Mm-hmm. Damn, uh, they got early spread. So it's seven? Enough. Yeah, so like maybe by half a point. And I think I think Florida, like seven and a half, might be smart there. I think it's going to be a one-score game. But I could see, like you said, y'all, I mean, y'all both said it. They, I could see them tripping up at Florida. I, I think I saw a stat. They haven't won there since 2003, which is crazy. Um, this would be the yeah. year to do it. Florida's supposed to be bad this year. You know, this is a year to to end that streak. But, man, I don't know. But, like, then y'all said there's that middle part of the schedule, South Carolina, A&M, Kentucky. Um, I, I totally agree with y'all. I think they're going to lose to Bama. I think I'm going to definitely take Bama that game. Just revenge game, add Bama, everything. Bama's going to be better. <clears throat> um, and, man, I don't know if I can pick them to beat Georgia. Um, Come on, buddy. But I think believe in the boss. <laughs> I think it's more likely, oh man. I think it's more likely that they either lose both Bama and Georgia and beat everybody else, or they beat Georgia and then slip up against A and M or South Carolina or something like that. Still giving them ten wins, so I'm also gonna go over. And Let's go ten wins. That calls for what, Dawson? You know it. A little uh, sounder here. Over the hedge. Let's All get right. it. Go balls. <laughs> Thank you, Kelsey. Well, over the hedge sounder. Oh yeah, we're all over. Oh, oh, that felt good. Um, guys, I was, I was on the fence there, but um, y'all talked me into it a little bit. I think I don't. I think I don't know. I think Heupel's offense is going to be so good that there's going to be wide open receivers all over the place, just like last year. Um. So yeah, I like your pick too on taking the points. So I I slammed Florida plus nine and a half last year, plus ten. Me I was too. at the Florida game. I was like, yeah, t- Tennessee's gonna win this game. I, I had I had all the confidence like that, but it is gonna be close. And yeah. that's just always the close game. So um just for those future but like you know, people listening, always I mean Tennessee, Florida is always close. So um I'll be looking at the points on that one. We'll we'll probably visit it again, of course. Mm-hmm. But especially uh, if Florida loses to Utah, um technically tonight if this podcast comes out tomorrow um uh then that's gonna jump up you know minus 10 i would imagine that you know, it's gonna jump up even more and then you really jump on it but you know if florida beats utah you know we'll see what happens but um so we'll see so maybe i don't know definitely wait i guess because i don't know well we can i mean we can throw that in there right now before we move on do y'all like florida against utah do you like them on the spread let me look that up real quick the spread is four and a half to utah and it just came out that their starting quarterback is most likely not going to play utah's is it yeah now i don't know anything about the backup so that's one of those like i don't know is it going to be good um so i think it dropped from seven to four and a half once that news came out is it at utah it is at utah I think it's a fascinating game. Um, I think like with uh, I think Cam Rising, their start, Utah starting quarterback. I think with him, I would feel pretty comfortable taking Utah. But I'm like you; I have no idea who their backup is. But that that seems like a huge break. So four and a half. I, I honestly don't know enough about Utah's backup to really like make an educated decision on that. But mm-hmm. I think it'll be a good game. Um, and also. If Florida, they obviously caught a break there. If they can find a way to win that game, then that third week against Tennessee is going to be chaos. 
because if they're 2-0 uh-huh. and, and we're 2-0 going into that game, then yes. their fans are going to be fired up. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited to watch them play tomorrow. I think it'll be a great game. Yeah, that's tough. <clears throat> Let me see here. Last year, you said, no, last year Florida won. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why they beat as a seventh. Okay. I so. remember uh, Utah drove down to score the game-winning touchdown, and they were on, like, the two-yard line, and, and I think rising through a pick with, like, yeah. you know, 15 seconds left or something like that. So. Now, yeah. What, okay. uh, yeah. What, was the, what was the final score last year? 29 to 26. And, Dang. of course, Florida lost – I mean, I was going to say they lost Richardson, but he wasn't even, like <clears> – <throat> I don't know. I guess he was he was good, but he didn't seem like I mean, he's he a starting quarterback in the NFL now, so he's pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, no, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Um, yeah. that's tough though. I'll uh-huh. say, I'll, I'll say, uh, I'll say, uh, I think Utah covers. Yeah, four and a half. I think they cover. I think um, SEC homers. Uh, you know, I, I love picking the SEC, but I do think they would cover that game. Florida just, uh, I don't know, I don't know. It, dude, that's a tough one though. Jeez. Yeah, a little bit of revenge, and it is back in Utah. So maybe not though. I don't. Hold on, don't put me down on that. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm I'm laying off that game without we'll their starting quarterback. Like who's Utah? Like, I know. I know. Do they recruit. Like, do they have five stars? Like, I mean, Rising's. In, I mean, he's a uh, obviously a great quarterback, but who's who else is there? Yeah, so. yeah I don't know. I'm laying off. Give me the uh, under. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Oh, the over under the over under is 44 so that's so low yeah i don't think there's any lot of points there <laughs> yeah they're not i mean that, i guess they're thinking defense or you know florida can't score utah can't score so yeah i don't know yeah. i'll give me the under on that <laughs> all right well we'll move we'll move on i think when the, the points that are that low it makes me want to take the points with florida with four and a half if it's going to be a low scoring game it's less chance you know of you know being more than a field goal but Let's go. We'll move on. Like you said, none of us feel confident, obviously. That's that's tough. I would lean towards just taking Florida on the money line and having some juice, like and just be going for the SEC to yep. to beat Utah with a backup quarterback and yep. surprise everybody to have some fun. But um, I don't like the spread either that much on it. Yep. All right. Let's move to Bama. Um, Lyndon, I'm gonna let you start us off with Bama after I give some of this. Uh, oh fuck me. I'm <laughs> so uh, not landed go balls but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh all right so alabama they went 11 and 2 last year they missed the playoffs obviously um they let me pull up their schedule they lost to lsu that's right yeah lsu that's right in that overtime game all right so they lost to lsu um and Tennessee, that's right. Obviously, Tennessee, the um, the big game there here in Knoxville. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I don't know. They lost Bryce Young, obviously. That's a huge loss. Um, they always lose people, and they always have just as good people coming back, it seems like, them and Georgia both. So I don't know if it's really even worth talking about who they lost. Um, I'm sure whoever they got coming in next is going to be really good. Um I think, like people, we've all said, I think Alabama beats. Uh, I'll let Lyndon go into it first before I get into any of that. So, Alabama plus three hundred to win the conference. Um, pretty good money there, honestly. Um, so plus three hundred to win the conference. Um, plus one thirty five just to make the playoffs, and then plus six hundred to win it all. Um, they're over under. For total wins is 10 and a half. So um 
That gives them one loss. They can go 11 and one. Um, Lyndon, where are you leaning here with Alabama 10 and a half? I'll let you start. Um, so Alabama, I know I like briefly mentioned it earlier, but I don't think this is like, you know, your stereotypical Alabama, you know, shoe in national title team that we've seen a few times in the past with Saban. Um, but it's still Alabama. I think they'll be really good. Obviously, Nick Saban, probably the greatest coach of all time. Um, their defense is going to be loaded. Um, obviously, the biggest question mark is I, I don't think we even know who their quarterback is going to be. I know it's between Milrow and uh, that Simpson kid and then that transfer they got from Notre Dame. I think it's still kind of up in the air. But uh, from everything I've seen, it seems like that that uh, Milrow guy is probably going to start for them. Um, and based on the like couple games that he got in last year, he wasn't super impressive. He was, he's a great athlete, can run the ball. Um, you know, he, he's an exciting player to watch, but I think the verdict is still out on whether he's actually a good college quarterback or not. So that'll obviously be a key there. So, um, looking at their schedule, obviously they're, they, they have two, two really big games that's. Tennessee and LSU and then kind of their third uh, game that you'd circle on the schedule is Texas mm-hmm. and they have all three of those at home so they have some pretty tough games but they're all at home which is uh, pretty pretty fortunate um, and on the road it's really A&M and Kentucky are their two like semi you know semi tough road games and I don't think any of us would pick Kentucky to beat Bama on any planet. Um, so it's really just that AM game on the road is the one that, you know, I think there's a decent chance they lose. So overall schedule is pretty favorable. Um, like we said earlier, I think they beat Tennessee. Um, I think they get LSU at home. Um, and just because they're not, you know, I think they have a few holes and some, some unanswered questions. I think they drop a game somewhere um, and go 11 and one. If I had to guess, I think either at A&M could be a potential loss. I think Texas early in the year, I know that's at home, but I think that uh, that could be a sneaky tough game, uh, especially if they're still trying to figure out their quarterback situation and everything. I could see them dropping that one as well. So I'm going to take the over and say 11 and one, um, mainly because I think their schedule is pretty, uh, pretty favorable for them. Okay. All right, put you down for the over here. All right. Um, um, I agree basically with everything you said. Really looking at the schedule, I think they've got all their tough games are at home. I think they're going to win most of those. I think maybe they drop Texas or maybe I think they're going to beat LSU. I think it would be maybe Texas, maybe like at A&M or Auburn or something kind of weird in there. Um, but I agree. I think they're going to go over. I think they're going to win 11 games. And I think they'll lose one game they might go undefeated even honestly um if they beat texas um i could see them going undefeated um i think the 300 is a good bet for the conference for winning the conference um i'm surprised that that's such a higher odds than them just to make the playoffs at 135 honestly um but um I think it's a smarter bet almost to pick them to go ahead and win the conference at 300. You get so much better odds there. Um, 
I mean, but I mean, I mean, you know, if they do go undefeated, they lose to Georgia. Obviously, they're still going to make the playoffs. So either way, but um, I'm going to take their over. I think they're going to win 11 games. Um, but I kind of agree with you. I don't think I'm going to pick them to win it all. Um, not yet. I'm not. I'm not picking anyone to win it all. I just it's so hard at the beginning of the year. Um, something interesting. We were saying, you know, they're going to have a new quarterback. Also, UT has a new quarterback. Georgia has a new quarterback. All of these top teams technically have a new quarterback, but it's kind of interesting. LSU is the only one that doesn't, um, and they um, are, we're thinking, kind of maybe the fourth-place team here. Um, I don't know, it's not interesting, but I think, like, Bama always reloads, so I trust them to reload, get win 11 or 12 games. Um, Dylan, Bama, what are you thinking? Are you going to stick with the well, – The whole state of Alabama sucks. I mean, it's terrible. They have terrible roads. Um, their government – um, doesn't spend money on anything but the University of Alabama and paying Nick Saban. Um, they don't care about <laughs> infrastructure. They just care about college football. Um, and, 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 you know, they're good at it. They're very good. Um, they're the best uh, team over the past 10 years, of course. Over, I mean, I think historically now they've probably got one of the, I think, the most national championships um, in the common era. So um, hard to pick against. Uh, you know, you guys are talking about, you know, Texas and slipping up and, and you know, maybe Texas A&M. And I mean, but let's throw Tennessee in there, even though we've all kind of said, OK, we think Tennessee is is going to lose to Bama. Um, that's still a very hard game on their schedule, like obviously. So, you know, looking at the big picture of like they've got they're playing against five teams in the top 25 this year um you're right about them you know playing what four of those at home um but still you know um you know I, it's i i really do think that at some point Saban is just not the guy that he was as much and he's you know with Kirby Smart's emergence out coming out from under him and Georgia being kind of the new kid on the block and really not you know they're a, a traditionally powerhouse program but in the sec you know georgia over alabama now that's just that's crazy to see um you know opening the rankings i think that they probably i don't know i, I think they lose two games this year i really do i think that they're going to go 10 and 2 um you know I, I do think they beat tennessee um but i could see them dropping you know one of those games i mean lsu is is you know out for vengeance did, I, did they beat lsu last year uh no yeah. They did not. No, it was an overtime game. Yeah. LSU did win. Okay. Well, oh man, that that that's that hurts my stomach a little. But um, <laughs> I've just been calling for Saban. I've been calling for his head. I've been saying it that he's on his way out. The new, you know, the new high-powered coaches are here. Saban, go ahead and hang it up. Go be the governor of Alabama. Go ahead and run for office. Do whatever else you want to do, but get out of the uh, you know, you know, get out of here. So um, I do like their, I mean, plus 300 is a juicy pick for Bama, but uh, I'm going to take their under. Uh, I'm going to stick with it um, and, uh, you know, give them 10 wins. Hopefully they, uh, you know, hopefully Tennessee beats them. And, uh, you know, my storyline is is there and Tennessee goes undefeated. So um, I could be wrong on the balls. I could be wrong on Bama, but, um, you know, if Tennessee beats Bama, we're looking very good on these picks. So um, I'm going to say under uh, 10 wins. Okay. Or under, or under 10 and a half. Sorry. 10 wins. Okay. All right. All right. Let's move on to LSU. LSU, um, they are at plus 460 to win the conference, um, plus 300 to make the playoffs, um, and 1,200 to win it all. So they were 10 and four overall last year. Um, they lost, obviously, they lost to Florida State, which was surprising to me, I think, kind of to everybody last year. They lost to Florida State. 
but now we realize Florida State's a lot better. Um, they lost to AM, they lost to Georgia in the SEC championship. Uh, they beat Alabama. That was their big win. Um, they're the only one here that has a quarterback uh, in Daniels that's going to be back. Um, you know, maybe um, their coach, uh, is it Brian Kelly? I think I'm mixing up a name there. Yeah, Brian Kelly should, I guess, be more kind of oriented. Um, but I don't know, man. I don't know if I trust LSU. Um, they don't have a they don't have an easy or tough schedule really. It's pretty, you know, there's some easy games, there's some tough games. I see them dropping the Florida State game and the Bama game, which means they can't slip up anywhere else. Uh, I just don't see that happening. I think they're gonna lose one more time. Uh, uh I don't know, maybe old miss, maybe AM. Um, I just, well, I don't know. You know what? I'm switching it up. I'm changing it up. I'm still going over it. I, I just think they're going to be the, the powerhouse, but not, I think they're going to win 10 games. Um, I think they're going to lose to Florida state, but they could beat them, which is definitely going to give them the over, but I think they lose there. They lose to Bama and then they beat everybody else. Basically. Um, I think they are going to be better than last year, um, but still not good enough to uh, challenge like Georgia. Um, all right, I know they're a little, all, a little all over the place, but I'm going over. Dylan, over under nine and a half LSU. Um, I'm gonna say, yeah, uh, they get it done uh, against Florida State uh, early in the year. That's gonna be a great game. That's the best game in the, the, the open the year. I mean, yeah. two returning quarterbacks, um, two powerhouse teams. Um, so that's a that's gonna be I mean that's gonna determine their whole season right there. If they win that game, watch out. Um they're gonna be just very hard to beat. Uh I think with uh you know going to Ole Miss, that's a tough game. Uh, you know, good offense. Uh Lane's got some stuff figured out down there. So uh and then, you know, I like I said, I think Alabama gets them. Um Texas AM, maybe. I don't know. Uh Florida, I don't know. You know, it, it's hard to pick against nine and a half wins, um, especially if I'm picking Alabama to go under. I think that maybe they get Bama. Uh, I don't know. Um, I just I just like the fact they have the returning quarterback. Um, so I don't know if it goes with my storyline, if everything correlates, but I am going to go over nine and a half wins for LSU as well. I think they've in the season 10 and two uh, and, uh, you know, pushing for a uh, for, for a playoff spot. Okay. All right. Lyndon, you going to keep the train going over? Yeah, um, you guys covered on a lot of uh, a lot of good points that I agree with. So I think I'm also gonna go with the over there. Um, I agree with you guys. I think they dropped that Bama game. Um, I think they beat Florida State, although that should be a really good game. I'm excited to watch that one. Uh, I think you know playing on the road at Ole Miss that'll be a tough one. Um, and in that last game of the year, I know A and M kind of kind of waxed them last year to end the season uh, right before the SEC championship, which was a little bit of a surprising game but I think between those they probably drop one of them and um end up 10 and 2 I think Jane Daniels he's probably the most proven quarterback in the SEC going into the year um so I think he'll I think he'll have a good season uh, I know they lost a couple of their like big time pass rushers pretty early in, in the draft so I don't really know exactly um how well they'll be able to reload there but uh I think they'll have a good defense they always have athletes in their secondary and Obviously, Brian Kelly, really good coach. So I'll go 10 and 2. I think they'll have a good year, but not quite, uh, you know, Bama, Georgia level. All right. This calls for a little uh, 
over the hedge. All right, over the hedge. All three of Let's us. Go. All right. That leaves us with our conference championship picks. Um, I guess I'll go first. Um, I'm picking with Georgia. I think it's the smart pick. Um, minus 110 is not great money at all, but I think there's a reason it's like that. I think they're the best team in the conference, and they're going to keep keep playing like it. Dylan, who you got? Man, this is like what I hate about how the conferences are set up where they play each other, you know, like basically like a team can lose in the regular season, still make the playoff. And then like the conference championship is going to be a team that's going to have two losses and miss um, the playoff potentially. And it's just like so frustrating to watch every year. Um, but, you know, that being said, I think you're right on the money. Like, you know, with you know, riding with, um, you know, George is the safe pick here. Um, the, the conference championships in Atlanta, they could go 11 and one. Um, you know, even if Tennessee beats them, Tennessee, you know, hopefully doesn't slip up anywhere else. But, uh, God, no, but no, I will <laughs> never say that. I will never say that. Tennessee's going to win the SEC this year. Tennessee is back. Joe Milton's going to win the Heisman. He's going to stay healthy all year. He's going to get cooked up with his receivers. They're going to beat Georgia. They're going to play LSU, maybe, in the conference final. They'll lose to Alabama. And they're going to win out, and they're going to win the conference championship. They're going to go to the national championship. Come on, let's go, balls! All right, let's go. That's plus <laughs> fifteen hundred. So that's I'm I'm cheering for that fifteen hundred for them to win the conference. All right, Lyndon, you got less than a minute. Who you got? All right, I'll be quick. Um, so I think I think Tennessee is probably the best value at fourteen to one. But if I had to pick, I think probably Georgia, and that's solely because they have the easiest schedule of all time, and I think they're pretty much. I guarantee to go 11-1, make the SC championship. Um, so I'm going to go Georgia. Hurts my soul, but. All right. Hope I'm wrong. All right. Well, me too, but I, I hope I'm wrong too. But all right, we got two Georgias, one UT. We got to wrap up, guys. Thank you all for joining me. Remember, uh, listen to what we said. See if you agree. Don't forget to hedge those bets. Bet responsibly. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. See you guys. See, see you, boys. Go balls. Go balls.